Hello and welcome to our eighth lesson on phrasal verbs. So as always, I'm going to give you three new phrasal verbs. We're gonna talk about what they mean and I will give you some example sentences. So I say this all the time and I'm gonna say it again. If you want to be an advanced speaker, if you wanna sound like a native speaker, it's so, so important that you know your phrasal verbs because we use these all the time. We constantly use them. We don't even realize when we're using them because we do it so often. They're just like normal words to us. And whenever I'm working with somebody who lives in America and has lived here for quite a while, this is always the thing that throws them. They'll be in a work situation and people will talk and they'll use phrasal verbs and they won't know what that person's talking about. And so the main thing that they wanna work on is just learning more phrasal verbs. So if you want to be an advanced speaker, this is what you wanna do. You wanna parcel out a little bit of your learning time and focus on phrasal verbs. And if you're gonna focus on it, you have to practice. So practicing is so, so important. So just really quickly, ways that you can practice, you can use these in a conversation, whether you live in a English speaking country or you just have to talk to your dog, um, that you want to actually try to say these phrasal verbs out loud in a sentence. That way, first of all, they become part of your vocabulary, so it's easier for you to know them and you're not just memorizing them, you're actually um, acclimating yourself to them and putting them in your regular vocabulary. And it gives you an opportunity to figure out how to use them correctly. So you can also get an English partner or a language partner. These are really easy to find. You can just go on the internet and you can find somebody. There are so many people out there who are looking for people who are also learning English to practice with. If you have a friend who's learning English, practice with them. If you have a classmate, practice with them. Just practice with another person. If you can't do that, you still have no excuse because you can write these phrasal verbs down in a sentence. You can even post it to my website, elisasenglish.com, and if I have time, I will correct it or comment on it. Uh, so you have no excuse to not be able to practice these phrasal verbs. The other thing you can do is just Google them in a sentence or Google or put them into whatever uh, search engine that you like to use. And then you can see how other people are using them and it'll give you a better idea of how these phrasal verbs are actually used in real life. Okay, with that said, let's get to this week's phrasal verbs. So the first one is pull back. The second one is look out. And the third one is make do with. All right, so here we go. So pull back uh, can mean that, there's two definitions. It can mean that uh, you come back. You come from behind. Uh, so in order to come from behind, you first have to be behind. So this is best explained with an example. So imagine sports. We're gonna do basketball. So imagine you have two basketball teams. They're playing a game together. One is playing really well, one is not playing so well. The team that's playing really well, they are ahead by 20 points. Then the other team starts to score. 
and they start to not be behind by 20 points. Now they're only behind by 15. Now they're only behind by 10. Now they're only behind by five points. And they start pulling themselves back into the game. So they've pulled back to within five points at this time. So they were down by 20 points, and now they've pulled back into being down by only five points. So they came from behind. So you could say they pulled themselves back into the game. So here's another sentence, here's an, another example. I can't believe we let that other team pull back into the game. We were up by so much. All right, second definition of pulled back. It can also mean that someone or something just simply moves backwards. So for example, in a military situation, one group of soldiers might have to pull back or move backwards. Someone may also pull back their plans. So maybe um, someone had planned to go to lunch with you, but they have to pull that back because uh, they have, I don't know, an emergency, something came up. Uh, so someone may originally plan to do something like expand their house but later they change their mind and they pull back on those plans. So when you, when you change your mind with plans, you often say, uh, we've pulled back on those plans, she pulled back on those plans, they pulled back on those plans. That just means they changed their mind, they took it back. All right, here's an example sentence. If the battle doesn't improve in the next 15 minutes, we will be forced to pull back. Next phrasal verb, look out. So look out has more than one meaning, like most phrasal verbs do. It can mean to warn someone to be careful. So if someone sees danger ahead, they might warn someone by saying, look out. Uh, sometimes you'll hear that if you're um, at a construction site and something falls. And so as something falls, someone might yell, look out. Um, if you're on the golf course, instead of saying look out, they yell four. So and that just means the same thing. Just look out, watch out. They're warning you to look at your surroundings because there's something flying, um, something unexpected is flying your way. Okay, so you could say something like, look out, a car is coming. Or look out, the floor is wet and you don't want to slip. Now look out can also mean that uh, there's a person or group of people who look out for danger. So look out is all about warning. So sometimes you say to someone, hey, look out. But in this case, we have a person or a group of people who are designated to watch for danger. Again, in a military situation, you have people who will be the lookout. And that just means that they are kind of standing at the perimeter looking to see if the enemy is coming. Also, if you are uh, a child or you're a group of children and you are doing something that you are not supposed to be doing, one person might be on lookout, which means they're looking for the parents to warn the other kids if the parents or the teacher is coming so they're on lookout duty.
So you're just standing guard to make sure that someone isn't coming and they're not going to ruin your plans. Um, another example is if you have a team of people that are entering a building in secret, one person might be on lookout duty to make sure that they're not snuck up on by someone that they're not expecting. So an example sentence, I'll be on lookout while you go in her office and grab the file. So in this case, you have the person on lookout. They'd be standing outside in front of the office, trying to look like they're not doing anything wrong. And they're just making sure no one comes in. And if someone does come in, they're going to try to warn the person who's in the office getting the file. Okay. Fun word. Last phrasal ver verb, make it up to. So make it up to means to compensate someone for doing something wrong. So this is often used when someone was supposed to do something, but they had to back out or they canceled or worse, they forgot. So think of like um, if a husband or a boyfriend forgets an anniversary and they have to make it up to their wife or girlfriend. They have to compensate. They've got to get her something even better than they would have because they forgot and now they're in trouble. So you've got to make it right. You have to make it up to her. So an example sentence is, I'm sorry, I can't make it tonight, but I promise I'll make it up to you. This is a very common phrase that is said when uh, someone uh, does something not necessarily wrong, but uh, they, they don't quite follow through with what they said they would do. So if it's, you know, plans and you know you're letting someone down, it's very common to say, I, I'm so sorry I can't do this, but I'll make it up to you. Very, very common. Another sentence, what Mike did was unfortunate, but he made it up to the group later. Okay, that's it. Those are our phrasal verbs for this week. Practice, 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 and I will see you next Monday. Bye.